They do have a timeout. Decide not to use it. Curry, way downtown. Bang! Bang! Oh, what a shot from Curry! What's up, everyone? And happy Wednesday or Thursday, depending on when I get this out. Welcome to the Styles Files. I am your host, as always, Alan Styles, and thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Welcome to the best 20 to 60 minutes of your week. All right. Plenty to get into uh, this week on the Styles Files. I mean, look, we got NBA Finals, obviously. MLB still rolling. College baseball is rolling. Uh, Women's College World Series just ended. Plenty of things going on. The weather is finally starting to get right here in the Bay Area. Finally, the weather that we all pay these ridiculous rent prices for. So you got to love that. Um, So let's not waste any time. Let's get on into it. Going to talk about my weekend a little bit. Then I'm going to talk about the Warriors. Warriors talk as always. Talk about college baseball. I know I'm probably the only person talking about college baseball, so that's pretty cool. And then, uh, you know, going to talk about what grinds my gears as usual, finishing with a segment of Please Stop. Okay, so without further ado, let's go. <laughs> Dad joke. All righty. Okay, so... Had to go to uh, this cruise over the weekend uh, on Friday for my little sister's birthday. Happy belated. Uh, She's 26 now, getting real old. Um, So we had some time to kill. The cruise, one of these horn blower cruises, you know, they go around the bay. It started, and I'll go get into a review of that later. But first, it started, um, we had to kill some time. So uh, me and my girlfriend went to a restaurant that we used to go to more uh, back in the day when I was working in the financial district, uh, and it's called Stoned Korean Barbecue. Yes, stoned like when you smoke a lot of marijuana. And all the jokes come every time you bring it up because nobody here is mature. Um, But yeah, man, Stoned, you know, they used to have ridiculous deals just like everywhere else. Uh, usually do like 50% off for happy hour, crazy prices. They don't have hard alcohol, but they have like, you know, sake and a bunch of different beers. Uh, and then they have some decent appetizers that you can get at a pretty good price. Um, not 50 bucks anymore or 50% off anymore. Now it's 30% off still a decent deal, especially in the city. Uh, but I'm kind of scared for them. You know, uh, I know at work, you know, we get lunch every day uh, through like a catering company and the catering company uses different restaurants. So and we get stoned. But I mean, golly gee, uh, you know, it was Friday at like five thirty, six o'clock and that thing was empty as hell. And I just felt really bad because there is no way you can afford um, unless they're doing really well off of the catering. There's no way you can afford to rent out somewhere Uh, in the heart of the financial district, right across from the ferry building, and not be packed on a Friday during happy hour. So hope that they're doing all right. Um, But what was hilarious was that, you know, as we're drinking, neither of us ate a lot that day. So, you know, we're both cheap dates and we're starting to get pretty buzzed. And as we're drinking, you know, I don't know if it's – if it's called K, I'm assuming it's K-pop. You know, I don't, I don't really know, but um, 
I'm not gonna lie, the same way a lot of people say that rap sounds the same and country sounds the same, like it's not no not a knock on K-pop or anything. It just sounded like the same song was playing for a really long time. And you know, we were there for over an hour. And then, you know, it got to the point where I was like, you know what, I'm gonna Shazam this because I'm pretty sure it's the same song. And uh, I did Shazam it, and I Shazammed it once, I Shazammed it 10 minutes later, and they literally were playing the same song the whole time, the whole time. And just imagine hearing this like all day long, like while you're there, it was crazy. Um, so yeah, maybe them getting a new playlist would help. I don't know. Uh, maybe it was just one, someone's favorite song. The other kind of weird thing they did was that they gave, uh, my girlfriend got a Corona and they gave her a lemon with the Corona, not once, but twice. And I just thought that was a little odd. Uh, same idea, right? Cousin of the lime, but... That's just not something you should do. So shout out to Stone. Decent deals, but, you know, you got some work to do. Okay, so now on to my review of the actual cruise. Yeah, so I don't know about y'all. I know that whenever I think of a cruise or anything like that, you know, the Hornblower cruise always pops up because... Zuckerberg and everyone are listening to everything that we say, so I'll probably get um, more promotions uh, after this show. But yeah, you see the promotions all the time, Sunset Cruises, all these different things. Uh, They have different types. This one was just like the straight up, you know, yeah, Sunset, grab some dinner. There's like a DJ playing Top 40 and like, what did it say? Like up-tempo lounge music. So we have no clue what to expect. I guess my mom and my dad have been like wiling out lately and they went to a cruise um, a couple weeks back and it looked lit, like 50-year-old lit. You know what I mean? Like doing the electric slide and you know, you know, they know all the words to the rap songs from like the early 2000s. Like they finally got, they finally caught up, you know, but unfortunately, like they're like singing Get Low by Lil Jon. They know all the words to that. So they think that they're hip, but in reality, like Get Low is now 10 years old or at least, you know. Um, so they they were all about the, the like mini cruise life. So my mom is the one that kind of organized it. You know, we rolled deep. It's my sister, her boyfriend, me, my girlfriend, my parents. And, um, you know, we get it popping. We get on there and we're kind of waiting for it to fill up because only one side has people. And it's exactly what you would think. The same idea as my parents cruise. Like everyone was above the age of 45 besides uh, me and my sister and our significant others pretty much. And that is not an exaggeration. So eventually, so we're waiting, and uh, all of a sudden we take off. The The whole other side of the ship is empty. It's completely empty. So, yeah, not really the, the party vibe, you know, my mom and my little sister were hoping for. You know, the DJ was playing music. There's like a little dance floor. So we were just kind of like, cool, you know. Um, and then the food, man. So my mom, she knows that I'm cheap as hell, you know, just like everyone in my family. And, you know, look, I love my sister, but 
you know, for whatever the actual price was, 90 or whatever, I wasn't going to pay it. I would have just been like, hey, you guys have fun. You know, um, I'll do something different with, you know, with her later. So my mom knew that, but she really wanted us to come. So she said, hey, just give me 30 bucks and I'll pay the difference. I said, sure. I said, sure. Let me say this. I'll put it to you like this. Even though I only spent $30, I still feel like I overpaid because the food was not good. Not good at all. They tried to do this thing where like half of the buffet was um, half of the buffet was cultural, right? Uh, and the other half was they called it comfort. So the comfort part had mac and cheese, which was nasty. Uh, it also had baked potato, you know, kind of like a baked potato bar, which I mean, my dad had about three, uh, but you can't really mess up a baked potato. Um, and then in the kind of cultural side, they tried to do like, it was like a seafood. It wasn't paella. It was just like seafood and like a weird sauce. Um, it just wasn't great. It was not great. Uh, you know, then you got, uh, my girl who, um, gets motion sickness. Uh, I mean, we can't even drive back in an Uber or a Lyft, you know, that's the type of motion sickness. So she was trying to eat subpar food on a ship as we're rocking back and forth so i'm like bro just don't throw up on me you know you can go to the top level you get it cracking up there you know <laughs> don't throw up on me um that but i will say upstairs when you go upstairs there's like three levels there was a separate level where with people who um had like a four course meal so maybe that food was better but all in all and then the obviously the drinks were expensive, right? Like 11, 12 bucks. Um, and then I kind of, the bartender, like the bartender was like one of these party guys, right? So he's like dancing, like trying to get people into it. Of course, he's like 55 or whatever. So literally when the, um, when the waitress came over, I said, give me the cheapest alcohol you have. You know, I don't care. The cheapest vodka. You know, I wanted vodka soda. So she gave us a couple. Um, and then I was like, okay, time to, you know, she wasn't really serving anymore once we were kind of moving and grooving. So I walked up to the bar and I said, hey, um, can I just get two of the, the vodkas that I've been getting? Because like I said, it wasn't crowded. We were the only black people there. So he knew who we were. Um, the server was like nearby. And he goes, okay, yeah, you were getting the Grey Goose and the Grey Goose and soda, right? I'm like, the Grey Goose and who? The Grey Goose and who? No, I said I wanted the cheapest alcohol. Um, and this is what was hilarious to me. The waitress is like, oh, sorry, I thought you meant this. I'm like, okay, cool. He goes, the bartender goes, oh, don't even trip. Like the difference is like a dollar or two, you know, so like instead of nine, it's seven, right? That's what he says to me. Or instead of seven, it's nine. That's what he says. So I go, well, um, how much is it really? He says, well, it's 11 versus 13. I'm like, wait, you just tried to use a, ch a cheaper analogy to explain what the actual prices were? You know, like you're not slick. He's like, oh, yeah, it's just like $7 versus $9. 
The only problem is it's $11 versus $13. Like, I mean, kudos for for trying, but I'm like, bruh, that's a big difference, okay? Like, that's a big difference. But, and then as soon as I leave, he's like, all good, bro. He starts dancing again to Motown. I'm like, look, I love Motown too, but nobody's going to forget what you did, okay? At least I'm not. It's coming out of your tip, okay? There's your two bucks. I spent it. So, all in all, uh, yeah, Hornblower. Look, I know there's different ones. I know there's, like, casino ones and stuff. But the Sunset one, I told my – because my mom was like, you know, like, dang, like, I thought this was going to be more crowded. I said, look, um, you know, it's – the weather hasn't necessarily broken yet. I know it's never hot in San Francisco, but people are still kind of waiting. I guarantee you if we did this in July or August maybe – or, sorry – for San Francisco, definitely July uh, would probably be the best time. So with that being said, I'm giving it like a six and a half. I imagine that if you went when it was really warm and other people were were there and it's a different vibe, I imagine it could get up to a seven and a half. But unless they got different food for when it gets hot, uh, yeah, it ain't getting past a seven and a half. Okay. Uh, I also spent uh, a part of my weekend, you know, Everybody knows that I went to New York. I mean, dang, it might, might have almost been a month ago now, but got obsessed with whitefish. It's like a schmear, very similar to chicken salad or tuna that, um, you know, you put on your bagel. Uh, you know, you can find them at Jewish delis. And where we are out here, there aren't plenty of Jewish delis. So I have been on the search for whitefish uh, ever since I got back. You know, I've had the, the hankering for it. And I finally found it, for those of you who would like to try it, uh, at a place called Levy's Bagels in Alameda. It's really uh, really cool. Obviously, Alameda is a cool city. Uh, you go there, and it did taste good. Was it as good as New York? Uh, probably not, but, you know, it also wasn't $13, so there's that. Um, so, yeah, definitely check that out. You can grab a bagel, go down to the beach. Um, yeah, it's a good time. Okay, now what we've all been waiting for. Warriors talk. Warriors talk. Game three is tonight, and uh, we don't know what we're going to throw out there. I mean, look, the first game was a very interesting game. I thought it was like your typical home game uh, against a good team like the Warriors. The the Warriors kept it close, but at the end of the day, Raptors were able to power through just with you know the strength of the home court and things like that. Nobody really blew anyone's socks off as far as like finals MVP or anything like that. I mean, unless you're Pascal Siakam game two, just like we figured, you know, we all knew Pascal Siakam wasn't going to drop, probably wasn't going to drop a 30 piece again. Uh, we just figured Kyle Lowry would score more and he didn't. So the Warriors won, you know, uh, it's pretty much that simple in my opinion. And then obviously, and everyone out there who's saying that Clay flopped and he gets what he deserves. First of all, you're trash if you ever say that, period. No one who ever gets injured doing anything, whether it's sports, anything like that. Like these people make, these guys make, these women, guys, they make millions. They're still human. So anyone that ever says like, I hope he breaks his leg or whatever, that's never funny and it's corny and just don't do it, you know, unless you just want to be looked at as a piece of trash. So that's number one. And number two, you can clearly see Danny Green bump Clay's 
bump Clay's hip, and that's why he landed the way he did. Look, I, I, I'd even give you, you know, the James Hardens of the world. I'd even give you the Stephs of the world. Steph does the pump fake thing, and sometimes he does kind of lean into it. Clay has never been that guy, and Clay doesn't try new things, okay? You don't see Clay trying to cross people up. Like, Clay is so good at what he does, he doesn't need to try different things. So why all of a sudden would he do you know, uh, some weird, like, throw his hip out. He just doesn't do that. So watch the tape, watch different angles before you spew blasphemy, okay? Now, on to game three, we don't know if Clay's going to play. You know, everybody is like, well, if if he can make it worse, he's probably not going to play. Well, yeah, I mean, I feel like only certain weird knee injuries or, you know what I mean, are like, arm injuries are like the ones that you can't make worse like a hamstring injury like isn't it obvious that you could make that worse if it's not completely healed I don't know so if they're looking for it to be completely healed that's the only way I see um, there being no chance of it getting worse and do I think it would be it'll be completely healed by today it happened on Sunday I hope so Clay is tough as nails, but again, um, I guess you could say the same thing with the high ankle sprain, but, you know, he could have sprained it again. But it's one of those things where, like, an ankle, it's just eventually going to heal unless it's some freak situation where, uh, you know, you break it. You know, ankle, people play on turned ankles all the time. Hamstrings are a little different. So, you know, we'll see. I mean, the Warriors definitely need him out there. I mean, sure, the bench plays better at home, but that's still 20 to 30 points that that bench plays well at home that's supposed to be in addition to one of your scores so 20 30 points that you're missing even if the bench fulfills that you're now what the bench was supposed to give you where are you going to get that from so it's very interesting um you know it's it's always it's always um exciting to see how the the road teams are going to figure it out because I've always said that if you can survive the first blow home court uh isn't as big of a deal as people think right home court is good for you going out putting up a you know going up 20 and just cruising right that's what you're supposed to feel if it's a close game some people are just as cold-hearted uh some players are just as cold-hearted you know on the road and some of them like it more they like silencing the crowd as we've seen so many times so home court is a big deal if you can ride that momentum and like i said like in game one with the raptors you never get you never let um, the warriors get too too close so that's what i'm looking for as far as um as far as using home court right like if they're in it home court can only do so much as we've seen before in the past. If you've been a Warrior fan, you know, um, it can't help you make shots, but you're supposed to be feeling better, uh, which should put you in a position where you should be up. So, uh, but, you know, we'll see. It's all really based on Clay. Hopefully KD comes back for game four. I've heard that, you know, they're kind of maybe playing this like, you know, game three is a get right game. Uh, and then because the Warriors feel like with Kevin Durant and Klay Thompson, uh, you know, for the last four games, they're the better team. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for them. That's true. The better team doesn't always win, though. So you got to try something um, if, if it's not going to hurt Clay anymore. So we'll see there.
it's very exciting. I think it's been a great series. You know, people keep saying it's going to be a long series, blah, 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 blah. I think for the Warriors, the reason they are saying stuff like that is because they just won on the road without Clay in the last, what, seven minutes and obviously without KD. So the Warriors aren't really worried about going back to Toronto, in my opinion. Um, so that's all very interesting stuff. But we still, you know, Kawhi dropped the quiet, like, 34 in game two. Uh, he might be one of these guys that plays better on the road, even though, like I said, he dropped 34. So what more can you ask for out of him? And like I said, the Warriors did the same thing with Kawhi. Um, you know, the same thing that they would have done with Giannis and the same thing that they used to do with LeBron. Like, you want to go off, go off. But you cannot score 100 points. That's the bottom line. So you're going to need help. You can score 50. Have fun, you know. Um, so that all of that is very interesting. Okay, but something else, uh, quick story I wanted to tell, something else that I've been watching or watched when it was on, I think it was last week, uh, was the Spelling Bee. And, you know, the Spelling Bee is cool, man, besides the fact that, like, I think it was like an eight-way tie or something crazy like that i'm not for participation awards at all but uh however they break it down you know kudos to those kids big ups to them um it's one of those skills that i don't really know how it translates in the future right like yo i'm a dope speller you know i just got out of college you know like do you put like does that help you when you're trying to get into college like i won the spelling bee i mean i'm sure it doesn't hurt but cool you know like what's your major English, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to do with that. What I do know is this. Your boy came in seventh place in our, um, you know, I think I think it was elementary and middle school, uh, like so K through eighth grade spelling bee. Uh, so, I, you know, I had to give my shout out there. Um, you know, obviously I didn't make it too far because I lost before I got the chance. But um, it was crazy because there's certain words I will say this, like there's certain words that you just never really think you have to, uh, you know, you don't even think about at that age, right? So I get up there and my word is cauliflower. And I'm like, okay, I have no clue how to spell this. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, uh, it's got to be an I or a Y, right? So I start spelling it and I start... C-O-L-L, and I take like five minutes, and I can't remember if I decided I or Y, but I say I, then spell out flower, and they tell me it's incorrect, and my first thought when I get back to the bench to ask, you know, all the other contestants, I'm like, was it an I or a Y? They're like, bruh, you were wrong from like the first letter, like forget the I or Y, like you were wrong after C you were donezo. Like you were completely done. And I was like, damn, like I just felt like such a complete idiot because everyone up there was watching me struggle with something that had nothing to do with the word. The word was already just obliterated. Um, so whenever I see the spelling bee, I always think back to those times right there. Uh, another thing that's bringing back memories, uh, which it does every year, is watching college baseball. You know, so the regionals happened this past weekend. I know probably nobody knew that uh, besides me and my friends who I told that their alma mater was in it, LMU. LMU, 
they almost got to the Super Regionals. They had to get beaten by UCLA twice because they had actually beaten UCLA earlier, go Lions. But unfortunately, uh, UCLA is the number one team in the nation. And they showed it, were able to beat LMU twice, and they are advancing to the Super Regionals. Still a good showing by LMU, though. Still a great showing. Um, but I'm thinking, man, and, you know, I was at work and I was explaining to a coworker how it works, you know, how um, how the regionals work, then super regionals, then the College World Series. And I'm like, dang, man, that is a lot of games. You know, there you, you do the group, uh, all the like the groups of four go to each regional setting, whoever is the uh, highest seed. Um, it's double elimination there. Then from there, whoever wins it, those remaining teams uh, have a super regional where they p- w- play best two out of three. Then whoever wins the super regional gets to go to the College World Series. I think it's like eight teams or whatever. And they play double elimination. Then after um, the two teams from, like, I guess the two 14 brackets make it out of double elimination, they play a another three game series and i'm like that's a lot man like again the same thing i say about mlb it's too long like if you did i don't know how you do it but if you did some type of march madness type vibe for college baseball and you get the betters involved and things like that you might get more eyes on it i mean there's big schools that are always in it sec is huge in it you look you can look at the look at the sec baseball games there's more people at sec baseball games than padres reds giants now all of those teams those like when those kids get drafted and then they go to the minors it's got to be the biggest shock of their life because they're like honestly even when they go to the bigs, they're like, yo, we had more people here on a weekday game against Arkansas. Like, what is this? Like, SEC baseball is crazy, man. So I just think that if they did do some type of single elimination thing, uh, that could get a little bit more attention on the sport, you know? Um, and I know that in in baseball, a lot of the top prospects do go straight out of high school. Then you don't hear from them. Uh, for three to five years or ever. Uh, but I just think that that would be really cool. I know uh, probably would never happen, but that's a lot of game. It's a, it's a long process what they have now. And I do think that College World Series, when there's some decent teams in it, you know, can get some, you know, decent viewer viewership. And also from my end, you know, working where I work, you know, good listening, uh, but I just think it takes way too long to get there. And, you know, there's probably some degenerates that bet on it now, but you could really open it up and do like, you know, a March Madness part two type of deal and get people really involved. I mean, it's summer. There's, re- you know, there's just MB- there's NBA finals. Sure, there's Stanley Cup as well. Uh, but besides those two things, you know, for people that uh, don't really care about Major League Baseball, college baseball, I mean, it, you hear the ping of the bat. These kids are young. They're spry. It's cool. You know, you hope to see them in a couple of years for your team. You build relationships, you know, like through watching them if they they went to your school. So I just think that's kind of a missed opportunity. Um, so it'll be interesting how that all progresses. I know nobody is talking about it, but one day I'm going to get this meeting with the NCAA and I'm going to have a lot to say. I'll give you that. All right? Okay. It's time for Please Stop. 
the segment, the saltiest segment in the world. Please stop. All right. Please stop. Making out on public transportation. I mean, there's like only a, like, there's, it's a short list, right? Because you got to ride public transportation if you're one of those people. But like, I would never eat on public transportation. And I would never kiss someone on public transportation. I don't even want to open my mouth. I don't even like breathing on public transportation, let alone swap and spit with someone. Okay? That's number one. It's nasty just to do for yourself. Like, there's, how are you making out on public transportation when someone next to you has a cover over their mouth? They don't even think it's, and their nose, they don't even think it's safe enough to breathe, but you're out here just macking hard. Okay, like love is love. I love love. But you can wait till you get off at West Oakland for the rest of that love. All right. Please, for your own safety. And also. Nobody needs to see that. Nobody needs to see that. Right. Like people are, you know, they need to hold on to each other and they're making it more awkward for people that not just to look at it, but also like, dude, you know, like your elbow is in my rib cage simply because you can't let go of your girl for two seconds. Like, it's not that long of a trip, okay? Just stand there like a normal person. It's ridiculous, all right? Next. Please stop. Please stop. Making it dif- difficult to make plans with the fellas. And you know who I'm talking to? The fellas, okay? Guys. It's not that difficult, man. Like, trying to plan things with your guy friends, it's brutal. It's brutal. I mean, if the text group is more than three, good luck because someone's not going to respond. Like, these are the types of texters. You have the person like me who's super aggressive, who never stops texting. I want to get things done to the point. Bing, bang, boom. You got the person who continues to change the subject okay as soon as you get some traction you start changing the subject so you can't continue in the same direction that you were going because guys have short attention spans so someone else responds and now you stop talking about what the group is originally about and what the group is originally named after you got that person then you get the person that never responds just reacts to stuff that happened three days ago And I'm scrolling up like, what the did he even say? Like, another reaction, really? It's unnecessary. It's unnecessary, okay? So stop making it hard because everybody wants a little guys weekend, a little break. Let's just make it as simple as possible, all right? Please stop making it difficult. And you know who you are. My phone's going off right now. You know who you are, okay? Please. Stop. Next, please stop. Look, man, they made photo albums on Instagram for a reason. I don't need to scroll over and over again seeing your 8,000 pictures from wherever the hell you are. Put it in an album, okay? And you can eat, I can go to scroll to the left and be done with it, okay? If there's more than three or four within the first six posts that I have, you're getting unfollowed, all right? Know that and and hold that, okay? 
Please stop. Please stop. And lastly, please stop again on social media. Just get married already, right? I feel like, am I the only one that thinks that there's people on your timeline that have been like engaged and doing engagement activities for like three years? I mean, like, I, it's it's like when you're, it's really, it's taking really long at work and it seems like it's been two o'clock for three hours, right? Like you have been engaged for at least three years. You've had three bachelorette parties, okay? Three showers, all right? It just doesn't make sense. Like, like we get it, and I get it's a big, and you know, you know, it's funny because I'm kind of contradicting myself from what I said about people who didn't like my uh, first stand-up on Instagram. You can still check that out on YouTube, Alan Siles channel. Um, but here's the difference, okay? You post once or twice, I'll throw you a like, but you're posting over and over and over again. I'm just confused at this point. When's the wedding? I'm not invited. I don't mind. But at least let me know when I can stop seeing this. Please, okay? Like, I don't want to have to mute you, all right? Like, I don't, I don't understand, okay? So please stop. But that's all the time I got for y'all today. Um, trying to get a guest on here pretty soon. Whether they are, you know, a writer for the Giants or maybe a uh, Bay Area sports person or maybe somebody in music. If you have anyone, any connections, please let me know. Uh, I'm doing my work on this end as well. Trying to get into a nice summer groove here. I don't really have any huge trips coming up. So really wanted to kind of beef up what we're doing here, which is always good. Uh, thank you all for listening. If it's your first time listening, thanks for checking in. If you've been listening, thanks for being a day one loyal fan. And until next time, be safe, be well, be wise. Peace.